Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. Right, we start this evening looking at payment plans. Um, you know, there were many payment plans that many of us took up to get through the hard lockdown. Yes, it was meant to be a relief agreement, give you a chance to catch your breath and not lose your car or your property because there was no money or not, you know, just not enough money coming in. But it seems in some cases, many that took up the offer didn't quite realize what the ingre- uh, agreement entailed. And for some, they were automatically given the relief, even though they didn't choose to take it up. Now, my guest this evening is Maya Fisher-French. She's a financial journalist and blogger. And uh, as we understand, Maya has been dealing with a few complaints and issues. Maya, a very good evening to you. Thanks so much for your time. Yes, good evening, Smitra. So tell me, Maya, I mean, what are some of the issues that have been coming through? I mean, have people been telling you that this hasn't actually worked the way they expected it to? So the two, the really two main complaints I've been receiving um, are cases where um, where they received the payment holiday without actually requesting it, and it was one bank in particular that seemed to sort of automate them, um, and it was almost an opt out rather than an opt in. So you got an SMS saying you've been given a payment holiday. If you don't want a payment holiday, let us know. Um, and for other people, it was really that yes, they may have taken the payment holiday. But they didn't really understand the consequences mm. of it. And I think that that one was really very, very important because some people have thought, oh, you know, I'm not sure. Future's uncertain. I'm still getting my salary. But maybe, you know what, if I don't have to pay for a few months, that'll help me settle a few other things. And they just didn't understand the actual consequences of, of accepting that. And I think there are a lot of questions about, you know, did the banks provide enough information that the banks you know give people explicit understanding that this was not really a holiday or I always say it was a holiday in its truest sense which is it was an expensive option you know when you go on holiday you have to come back and pay the bill Um, and and it was very much that I think it was that's really the two major issues that that I've picked up. Okay Maya I think just for Afropolitans take us through what exactly the payment plan means I mean what was on offer um, that they you know some people understood some people didn't as you were saying sometimes it's an expensive option but take us through what exactly the payment plan was supposed to do so basically what it did is they said listen if you are unable to meet your payments um, during lockdown because your salary has been been cut or you're not getting your income you do not have to make those installments on your mortgage on your car finance on your credit card or whatever it was you don't have to make those payments the thing is, is that that debt still accrues. So any interest owed on it still um, capitalized. So at the end of the, of the period, you're going to have extended your loan. That's what they did. They just simply added on months to the end of the term loan. And what a lot of people don't realize, not such a big deal on something like a personal loan, but on a home loan that is over such a long mm-hmm. period of time, those three months, depending on where you were in, in paying off your home loan, those three months could add up to a year in terms of your of your repayment because that interest got capitalized. And and that understanding I think is has you know has really upset people a huge amount. Um and and it's so important. And I do know that the banks are getting the messaging out there when I, I think the article that you, you read I spoke to Standard Bank, mm-hmm. they said they're literally sending out SMSs, they're trying to encourage people to start increasing their bond repayments to make up 
for those for those three months um, missed over a period of time so they don't land up adding that extra year on. And it's very important to understand is if you do not do that, the bank's not going to, is going to keep that. So every single person who took a payment loan will have an extended period on their debt unless they go and they, 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 they talk to the bank about it and they look at increasing their repayments. And I think that just a lot of people just didn't realize that. Okay, so for those that actually understood it, um, and well, maybe even for those that didn't, I mean, at that point, I mean, all you want to do, because we know that if you miss a few payments on your bond, especially, um, they could actually start the process of taking that property back. Um, so in order to save yourself, you, you almost had no choice. Let me take this. And yes, I would have to pay it um, um, at the end. I mean, yes, a costly exercise, but in order to save this property, my family lives here. We have nowhere else to go let me just take on this um uh, let me take this relief that's being offered to me um and i think the bulk of people actually went that route is it a case that they're now not happy or is it really a case that they they weren't explained they weren't given proper explanations um by the bank or whoever you know the whichever financial institution they were borrowing money from Look, I think it was extremely important to take the payment holiday if you couldn't meet payment. Absolutely. In fact, I had a case this week of a woman writing to me, um, and during lockdown, she couldn't make one of her payments. And instead of asking for a payment holiday, she just missed her payment. And it, it negatively affected her credit record. And she was hoping to buy, it was actually on her car finance that she skipped the payment. And she was hoping to buy a house um, next year, or the, yeah, and, and her credit record's not been affected. Whereas if you took the payment holiday, it, it did not reflect it in the payment on your credit um, score. So it was extremely important to take it if you needed it. So I think mm-hmm. that's that, that, that where, where I think the complaints I'm getting are not from people who actually needed it. People who needed it spent the time they understood it. It's more from people who kind of got the offer and thought, oh, wow, this is quite nice. Um, it'll give me a bit of relief when they didn't actually need to take it. So I think it's more, I think it was a, a complete lifeline, an important lifeline. And I also have, you know, a, a lot of understanding for the bank's position as well, because remember, they had to turn out a solution literally in a matter of weeks. They had people who they knew would not be able to pay their debit orders at the end of that month. Mm. And they had to deliver a system um, that they were not ready for or expected on any level whatsoever. So so I do understand that it wasn't that easy to communicate if, as effectively and as deeply as, as possible. And I, I think we also, as consumers, need to take responsibility for our decisions. You know, we also can't say, oh, well, no one told me. You know what? When you're going to engage in any financial contract or agreement, understand the T's and C's because it's you at the end of the day that's responsible for those payments. I always say, ask as many questions as possible. Make notes before you make the call or have the meeting. Don't feel embarrassed because at the end of the day, if you don't understand fully what you're getting into, it's only your fault. You need to ask the questions and they will provide the answers. And if you are not happy with that, then again, you have a decision to make. Do I proceed or don't I proceed? But you have to ask the question. So Maya, for those that now feel like, you know, they have extra to pay, it's added on a year on, onto their payments, you know, and for those that haven't actually been monitoring it, what should they be doing? What should they be checking? Because then you also have the situation with the credit bureaus as well. Um, as you say, it does, it can affect your record. 
Yeah, I think, you know, go start. And I must tell you, people are definitely looking at their statements. The amount of questions I'm getting on home loan and car finance in the last two weeks, I can tell you people are pulling out their statements. So that's the most important thing. That's good. Understand it. Um, look at the term and contact your bank and say to them, listen, I did take the payment holiday. I'm now um, earning my income again. What can I do to reduce that term? And the bank will then actually come back and say, right, we can reduce your term back to what it was, but instead of paying 10,000 grand a month, you've got to pay us you know, 10,300 rand a month. Um, so, so that's the kind of, 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 you know, you can just simply contact the bank and say, I want to go back to the position I was before lockdown. And the other fantastic thing is, is that we have these massive interest rate cuts. Mm-hmm. So if you were able to, if you're able to go back and make the repayments you made before the interest rate cuts, so say, for example, your bond was 10,000 rand a month and it's now been reduced to maybe 9,000 rand a month because of the interest rate cuts, Say right, I'm going to pay ten thousand rand a month because I actually can, and th- because that interest rate, uh, the drop in the interest rate means that a little bit more is going to the capital. So I can I can put myself back in that position that I was before I took the payment holiday. And um, of course, not everybody's in that position, um, and some people now actually have to face reality that they aren't still haven't got their income, especially business, some small business owners, people in the hospitality tourism industry, uh, and they need to be having conversations with the banks and saying, listen, this is a longer term problem for me. What are my solutions? Do not just leave payments to bounce because everybody's in this together. And I can assure you that banks are going to try and find ways to get to get people through this. Mm. Um, so just don't stick your head in the sand and let those debit orders bounce. That's my, 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 my biggest yeah. piece of advice this evening. Look, I think everybody rallied around in terms of uh, providing some support for consumers. And it was a very needed service. The, the fact that they offered all of this payment holidays, we needed to pull together. We needed to get people through this. So for those that are still struggling, I mean, a lot of the payment plans came to an end, I think, um, at the end of July or August. I mean, for those that ended after three months uh, or four months, I mean, is there a way of actually extending that if you still feel like, you know, you need this relief right now? Can they have this conversation with the banks? Because we, we're not too sure, you know, amongst all the financial institutions, whether everybody is doing the same thing and whether they've extended to everybody, but can consider Consumers go and have this conversation. Yes, so, you know, I spoke to all the banks about it, and it, it is on a on a, um, a need by need by need basis. But definitely, you can go to the bank, especially for your assets. You know, your house, your car, um, and you can say to them, "Listen, I still need um, I need a, a bit of a longer payment holiday," and they're absolutely willing to have that discussion. Um, obviously, they're going to look. This is also so important. You know, if you have always been a good payer, if you've been a good customer, if you've always paid your, your bills on time, they will see that as, as a real positive. Um, and it does come back to, you know, if you look after your finances and, and do the right thing, when you hit, you know, a difficult period, you're more likely to get the relief that you need uh, because you, they can see that, you, that this is done in good faith and that you are somebody who really does prioritize paying back debt or paying your bills. But absolutely, the, the banks have all have all offered, not on a, on a blanket uh, proposal like they did for those three months, but all of them have definitely, um, in many cases, extended up to another three months. Uh, for those who still need it. Now, Maya, for those that actually were put on the relief payment plan, even though they didn't ask for it, I mean, these are some of the complaints that you're also getting. How are they managing with that? Because now, if they didn't ask for it and they automatically were put onto this, uh, you know, the relief payment plan, they weren't paying, their loan is now extended for another 
few months or for a year, they didn't actually ask for it. How are they managing that situation? So what actually happened, what I'm, I've picked up is that people, you know, they, the, the, they were given a payment holiday, but they still went and made the payment. So they saw the debit order and go, so they went and made the payment. And they still found that they, that because of the way that, you know, that the, the loan was immediately extended. So they are actually in advance, if that makes sense. So although they took, they, they, their loan look, appears to be several months added to it, um, it is actually there in advance um, because they kept those payments going. So it is, was simply a matter of going to the bank and saying, listen, I still made those payments. Please go and revert and put that um, term back to, to where it was. They don't have to increase their payments to catch up anything. They simply need to go and give that instruction to the bank. And that is extremely important because that's what also what I've picked up. Is it? And again, it comes back, get out your statements, understand what's happened. Because people are saying, but I kept the payments going because I didn't take the payment holiday. And, they, you know, I... I, I personally transferred the money in and yet my term's been extended um, but that doesn't actually mean that it's costing you more because you are basically three months ahead um, in, in your payments. It's a little bit complicated um, it's the way the amortization curve works but you're not actually worse off but you do need to go and say to the bank I'd like you to please remove those that that term and put me back to the original term. Okay, so then you do need to check your statements and you do need, I mean, how would you actually check this? I mean, you would just look at, uh, you know, look at a full statement and see if the term is extended, then contact your bank and say, but listen, I've made all the payments and then have that kind of discussion. Absolutely. And it is all on your, on your statement. You know, it'll show you a number of, 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 um, of payments and, and, and term left to end of loan. So you will, you'll need to be able to see it. I know certainly everybody who's contacted me, that's how they discovered it. Um, it was when they saw that term had been extended. Okay, so this is a really, really important, um, Afropolitans, for you to always check your statement. So even though, you know, you've got a 20 year loan, um, for example, on, um, on a, on a, on a home loan, you've got a bond, um, you don't necessarily check it because you know what your debit order is every month. You know, you're paying it. You're not really checking your statements, but this is where I think it's really important, um, for us to go back, have a look and see if any of this has happened to you, um, even even though you haven't asked for it and then, you know, contact the bank if something has, um, has gone wrong on your statement. Afropolitans, we have a few more minutes with Maya. If you have any questions for, uh, please give us a call. The number zero eight six double zero double zero nine five nine. You can also um, send us an email on mymoney at kayafm.co.za. Okay, so... Maya, moving forward, I mean, in terms of the payment plans, right, we always ask, I mean, of course, there was, you know, the, the, a lot of people were desperate, they needed to do it, it was so necessary, they needed to save their property or their car or whatever it is, um, they needed to do this, right? So how do you, how do you actually monitor going forward if you need to continue with it? Um, and if you want to revert back, as you were saying earlier, if you want to go back, again, is it just about contacting the bank or sending them an email, making sure that you have a paper trail? How do they actually manage their situation going forward? Yeah, I think it is about just contacting the call center, you know, that and, and having a conversation with someone. And, and it is also about, you know, don't don't let that be your first port of call. Try and see if it is not possible to, to find other ways. You know, is it that you can cut back on other things? Because obviously any payment holiday you take is, is going to end up costing you more in the long run. So it shouldn't be, it should be a, a kind of last resort rather than just, oh, I'm going to roll this over. 
Um, so I think it is, it's actually about going back to your own finances again. And, you know, this is a very, very tough time. We, we don't know how long this is going to go on for. Mm. And if you are in, in, a, in a situation like that, um, you, you also need to look at your overall um basically what's happening to you overall. So if you're being, so maybe if you've had a drop in salary because perhaps you're a commission earner, for example. So that could recover as the economy recovers. But you may be facing retrenchment. Well, that's a whole different conversation to be having with the bank is if you're being retrenched. Remember, um, I think we've, I think I've been on your show talking about credit insurance. Mm. You may have credit insurance in place, unfortunately not always on, on, on home loans. But, you know, go find out if you have any credit insurance in place. Um, and, you know, go speak to the bank. If you are being retrenched, they then have another whole way of looking at it um, where they can even, um, one of the one of the banks are offering is not only um, just giving you a payment holiday, but they will even look at reducing your mortgage repayment. So you're still making a payment, but not the full amount. You may be making 50% of your payment for a period of time, which is obviously preferable to taking a full payment holiday. So it is really about if you are being retrenched, it's a very different conversation than if it's just, I need a few more months because, you know, the industry I'm in still, is still picking up. So I think it is really about your personal situation. I think it's also important to note that, I mean, if you're going through this, if you've taken up uh, the payment plan, yes, it's a little bit of an expensive option, but you get to save your property, right? And if you add on uh, maybe a year or two onto your home loan, at a later stage when you are in a stronger position and if you pump uh, you know, extra money into the bond. They basically recalculate over that, you know, whatever is outstanding. If you've got another 10 or 15 years on that, they recalculate that interest. This is why it makes such a difference if you add a little extra every month. So say, you know, in a year's time, if you're in a better position and you have a lump sum, take that lump sum and put it back into the bond and you'd basically reverse um, that extension that they've added onto your home loan, Right. Yes, and in fact, even even easier than that is in a year's time, um, you if you just increase your bond um, by one percent every year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so every year, to so say you're you're spending ten thousand rand and you increase that to ten thousand one hundred rand. Um, then the following year you extend it to 10,210 rand. So you just add on 1% every year. Um, you will actually pay it off in the same amount of time again. So you don't even need to find the lump sum. You just need to find 100 grand. Um, so it doesn't take a lot. And I think I'm always blown away by how much that little bit of extra cash mm-hmm. into your bond pays off so much quicker. People, I just, in fact, I actually did a whole article on it uh, yeah. in City Press last week. And, and the, the, the amortization curve of this blows my mind every time because it is tiny little bits of money that make such a big difference. So I completely agree. I mean, if you need to take the payment holiday um, to get back on your feet, take it because it really can, especially if you've got time ahead of you, you know, it's an extra hundred rand a month. To get you back on, uh, to get you back on track. So it's not, it's definitely not the end of the world, and it's definitely preferable, like you said, to to missing payments uh, because that mm. has a whole other set of consequences. Yeah, um, absolutely, you know, bad credit record, judgments, all of those things. So and you know, so once that process, once that process starts unfolding, it's very hard to reverse it. So you don't actually want to get yourself into that position where you've missed payments and the bank starts, uh, you know, taking action against you. Maya, very quickly before I let you go, I got a question about debt review. Now, if a person was on debt review and they had, um, you know, they had a vehicle and they had um, a property on the debt review and obviously the debt review, it, you have agreements with the various financial institutions Um but if you were unable to pay the debt review, what happens then? 
So there, we, it was actually treated separately. Uh, the mm. banks treated that separately. And it really came down to a discussion with, because remember, a lot of these payment holidays were for people who were in good standing. Yeah. So obviously, if you're under debt review, you were not in good standing. Um, but they would, um, they did look at look at those, and they did give um, a specific relief. And I think actually, even National Treasury stepped in a little bit there as well, um, and looked at being able to give relief. So my advice there would be for your debt counselor. That is actually your job of your debt counselor. They have mm-hmm. been given the, you know, they would have had um, discussions with the banks as to how this would all be handled. Uh, but this was treated differently to to the payment holiday. Uh, but certainly it is it is it was something that the, the debt counselors were able to um, were able to discuss with the banks and it can even become a, a, a discussion about just restructuring the debt review payments um, over a longer period of time. Great stuff. We're gonna to have to leave it there. Maya, always so good to talk to you. Thank you for those insights and thank you for giving us some good advice. Maya Fisher, French financial journalist and blogger joining us there. My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. Rewinding, Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.